Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we're discussing We Best Love, Season 2, Fighting Mr. Second, Episode 1, Peeps. Today I decided, it's a slow Monday, I'm going to binge watch my the one of my favorite Taiwanese drama series. So I finished binge watching number one for you. Oh, that is a fabulous show. If you want to hear my reviews on it, check out the last few podcasts. And now I'm binge-watching Fighting Mr. Second. Who's a, it's a great start to a new week. This episode is basically about Zhao Shui dealing with the fact that Gao Shidi left for five years. And, you know, we all deal with separation from people we care about in different ways. I think some ways are much more healthier than others. And you know, this whole situation with Zhao Shui and Gao Shidi, for those of you who haven't heard my podcast that's previous about the breakup story, you it would help a lot probably to go listen to that, but I'm going to kind of just break it down a little bit here as well. But you know, I think if Zhao Shui had had the courage when he was in the middle of that moment when he sat there and saw Gao Shidi with the woman and the baby at the picnic, to take a few steps forward and go talk to Gao Shidi, it would have kept him and Gao Shidi from having five years of misunderstanding. Because this episode is basically, the synopsis of it, the name of it is basically, you know, because of misunderstandings, we've become stupid. A <laughs> But anyway, you know, Zhao Shui is hurt. He feels like Gao Shidi left him. Gao Shidi left him and had a wife and kid. Gao Shidi abandoned him without any explanation, and he thought that they were going to be together for good, and then they weren't. And as the story progresses, you see how even though that would have been bad in and of itself, the fact that that happened after Zhao Shui had basically, what we would say, stuck his neck out for Gao Shidi with his dad and tried to handle that situation and run bases for Gao Shidi ahead of time and the courage that would have taken with Zhao Shui's dad. I'm just saying that would not have been an easy thing to do. It made this even harder, I think, for Zhao Shui. So Zhao Shui has spent five years being upset at Gao Shidi. He thinks that it's over between them. He's moved on with his life, although he's not going to be with anyone else because, well, Gao Shidi was the only one he was going to be with. And he's going to go ahead and run his dad's company. Well, then we happen to switch over to Gao Shidi, who is now back in Taiwan managing his family's company, which has created a new software program, and they're getting ready to merge with the Yi group. And he's just secured, after going back to the U.S., the permission to have all the employees that are currently working for the group merge with the new company, so no one's going to lose their jobs. And so he's very ecstatic. It's like a highlight for Gaoshi. It's like, you know, i am achieved this. I've created this software program. This is my family's company. We're merging and selling the company to this other firm. It's going to be fabulous. And then at the height of all this with cake involved, you know, we always got to have cake or tweets of some sort, in walks the Yi group. And who should be there but a very angry and frustrated Zhao Shui who marches up to Gao Shidi and without any warning punches him formally in the face with a massive slap. And 
everyone's just kind of a little dumbfounded by this. They're like, you know, this is the company that's taking over our company, and they just came and hit our CEO in the face. So anyway, Gaoshidi quietly takes Aoshui into the office to try to discuss this in a way that's not in front of all the employees who are totally freaking out, going, what in the heck just happened here? And the first thing Gaoshidi says is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I left for five years and you didn't know what happened and Zhao Shui's like you know what I really don't care what kind of explanation you have bucko I'm madder than hell at you and you're going to be the first one on the list to be fired and I'm probably firing everyone else just because they're associated with you and then he marches out and gives a speech about how I'm going to fire half the group here ah I know this is the part of Zhao Shui that Anna really doesn't like because he tends to overreact to situations like when Zhao Shui's mad, he tends to be totally and completely beside himself, as we would say. And I think it kind of goes back to that um, second to last episode where Gao Shidi's sitting there with Zhao Shui and his two friends that are now a couple, and they're telling Gao Shidi, you know, if Zhao Shui ever gets mad at you, don't take it to heart. Even though it's going to be very unpleasant, don't take it to heart. And Gaoshidi was sitting there with his friends going, am I really that hard to live around? And I'm sitting there going, yeah, you are. And you know, Shidi, when he's mad, boy, he is difficult to live around. But anyway, I'm sorry, Zhaoshui, not Gaoshidi. But Zhaoshui ends up going home. He's feeling kind of sick at his stomach. He didn't eat because he was upset. And lo and behold, as he gets ready to walk in his house, Gaoshidi sneaks up behind him and comes in the house and he goes, excuse me, you don't have any right to be here. You get out of my house now. And Gaoshidi's like, give me 10 minutes to talk to you, Zhaoshui. Please just give me 10 minutes. And Zhaoshui won't hear him. Zhaoshui's mad, angry, upset, very, very frustrated. And at the end of the day, Gaoshidi says, you know what? I know you don't want to talk with me, but you haven't eaten, have you? Because you're really crabby when you basically don't eat. And Zhaoshui's like, hey, whether I've eaten or not, it's none of your business. And he goes, I'm going to go make you some rice because you skipped your lunch and your dinner probably, and I'm just going to go make you some rice. And then we go back in time as Gaoshidi's making this rice dish to when they were both in college. And there's a single chili pepper in um, Zhao Shui's fridge, which is kind of a backtrack to when they were in college because Zhao Shui is always eating spicy food when he shouldn't because he has stomach issues. And they're joking about when Gao Shi gets back from America, he's going to make him chili pepper um, rice. And so Gao Shi makes Zhao Shui dinner, sets it down at the table, and Zhao Shui says, why are you trying to take the place of my girlfriend? And um, Gao Shi says, excuse me, what are you talking about? And he says, well, my girlfriend cooks my meals. You don't need to be doing that. And he says, you know that girl that I was going with in college before I met you? Well, we ended up deciding to go study shortly after you left, and I'm getting ready to introduce her to my father. And Gao Shidi looks at him and he goes, you know what? I don't mind if you're mad at me, Zhao Shui. I really, that, I totally get you being upset with me. But don't use this as an example of you're now dating a girl because all guys are bad because I left for five years and didn't say what happened. He said, and we both know you're not dating that girl because her name wasn't what you just said. And so at the end of the day, Zhao Shui punches Gao Shidi again. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a big day for Zhao Shui punching in the face. I mean, you know, and 
Gao Shidi leaves because Zhao Shui says he's going to call the police if he doesn't remove for trespassing. And he leaves a little note that says, you know what, you're mad at me, but the food is not to blame for you being mad at me, so please eat so you can come fight me tomorrow morning if you want to. Then Zhao Shui goes back to work the next day, basically throws his weight around because he's mad at, Zhao, at Gao Shidi. And by the end of the day, um, Gao Shidi stops him as he gets ready to leave and says, your shoelace is untied. And everyone in the office is watching as Gao Shidi just bends over, ties Zhao Shui's shoelaces, and Zhao Shui gets very upset and lugs him to the back room. And he says, what are you doing? And he says, I told you I was going to win you back yesterday when you said that you were, you were mad at me. I'm still going to win you back. And Zhao Shui says, and Gao Shidi says, what can I do to make this better? And, you know, again, this is the one part that Anna was like, we really didn't need the scene in the production. I mean, I totally get the scene. I really do. And I totally get that, logically speaking, I can so see Zhao Shui doing something this stupid. So, I mean, no offense, but this is not a kitty scene. The last scene, it's like, you know, the rest of the production is a Maybe in episode two, there's one brief moment too. But I'm just saying, for the most part, you could watch this kitties without any trouble. But this last scene, and uh, no. But anyway, um, I'm not really even going to go into details. But let's just say the last scene involves some behavior that is a little more adultish. And because Anna tries to keep this G-rated, we're not going to be discussing that too much. Except to say that Zhao Shui proposes something which Gao Shidi agrees to. And then Zhao Shui completely panics and... Oh, that, that was funny to see Zhao Shui's face as he completely panics. I do have to say, it wasn't appropriate, but oh, that was funny. But anyway, at the end of the day, that's where this episode cuts. And that is my review of Fighting Mr. Second episode number one. I would give this series overall an absolute 10, although I will say there are a couple scenes that make this so it's not entirely appropriate for the kiddos, whereas the last one you could probably have watched with the kiddos, except for maybe the one about an online web search for certain things that, yeah, that really I won't have to want to explain to the kiddos at this point in time, but the rest of it, yeah. And once the kiddos reach a certain age, I don't mean it weird, I'd much rather have that discussion with them than have them have that discussion with their friends. I'm, I mean, no offense, but overall, give this season an absolute 10. I am so looking forward to finishing it for like the third time. I love this show. It's one of Anna's like favorites. I can't wait for season three. This was like the highlight of my year peeps for drama. I mean, yeah, I liked A Thousand Stars by the time it ended, although I will say I really had to drag myself through a few of those initial episodes because those two characters that were the main ones just kept looking at each other across a crowded room for far too long. I mean, no offense, it's like, really, um, why are you staring at one another? People don't do that in real life. If they do, we think they have serious issues. But, I'm sorry, I will try to curb my, uh, my disgruntlement. But by the end of A Thousand Stores, I really liked. The final episode was great. So I have to say, yeah, totally. But We Best Love is way better, in honest opinion, for many, many different reasons. The acting is exemplary. Now, don't get me wrong, I think Mix and Earth did a great job of acting, except for that fact that they were looking at each other far too much, and it's like, uh, you know, it was it's not really a Shepherd of the Hills um, 
movie. But I'm sorry, I will try to curb it. I, I do apologize, guys. But check out this series. It is on WeTV Tencent Video App. It is awesome. And it is with a um, premium subscription, which is only literally like the equivalent of six US dollars. It is totally worth it. Check it at the round table. Bye.